Support for The Real Pink Podcast comes from Amgen Oncology. Amgen Oncology strives to serve patients by transforming the promise of science and biotechnology into therapies that have the power to restore health or save lives. Amgen is developing innovative medicines like biosimilars for difficult to treat cancers and is proud of their first in-class therapeutic approach aimed to dramatically improve outcomes. Learn more at amgen.com. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. As hard as it may be to hear, metastatic breast cancer cannot be cured today. However, metastatic breast cancer can be treated with a focus on extending and improving quality of life. The journey can be a roller coaster, and today's guest has learned how to endure the highs and lows with balance, grit, and a positive attitude. Here to share what she has learned throughout her breast cancer journey is Cinda Painter. Cinda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm so happy to get to talk to you. Uh, Let's start. Just tell us a little bit about yourself and your breast cancer journey. Okay. So fortunately, maybe unfortunately, uh, it's journeys. And my journey started about 34 years ago uh, with Hodgkin's lymphoma. And that was in eighth grade and went into remission my freshman year of high school. Chemo back then, now reflecting back, brutal. The, the regimen of drugs that I was receiving, the, the word that I come up with is brutal. But got through that, went into remission, and fast forwarding, 2014 is by just a routine mammogram, found that I had invasive ductal carcinoma. And I have always been on top of my womanly exams. And when I turned 40, it was like, okay, it's time for my mammogram. And it just went from the mammogram to a biopsy to the diagnosis. That journey in itself seems like it had gone quickly, but really had, um, I went in for what their recommendation was, was a lumpectomy and radiation. And I remember vividly sitting it with the radiologist and where the the radiation would hit close to my heart. And I said, absolutely not. We're not doing it. We're taking them off. And so we went from there. Hmm. Wow. And and, and so you, you've obviously navigated through a lot throughout your lifetime. I mean, walk us through, like, how do you navigate through the emotions that come with each diagnosis like that? The first diagnosis, you know, I, I, I'm a teenager. It just was, I, I don't remember quite honestly. It was just something that, that had to be dealt with. And thankfully, that journey in itself, it was, I had a lump in my neck and it was there and then it wasn't there. And I'd gone to the doctor when it wasn't there. And he said, you know, it's probably just a cyst. Maybe you were sick. Maybe it was just an enlarged lymph node. And so my mom kind of thought, you know, we're going to get that checked out again. Went to the doctor, a different doctor. And he said, let's do a biopsy. Had the diagnosis of Hodgkin's lymphoma stage three, went to Mayo Clinic, second uh, opinion, and then started chemo. And it just, 
I don't remember anything other than doing chemo, going to school, playing in sports. Now, fast forwarding again to um, not but five, six years ago, I was, it was the mentality of, for me, just, okay, let's do this. And when they came up with that first recommendation and I said, no way, I just was reflecting back to that first diagnosis where, you know, all I could think of were lymph nodes and thinking, well, initially the insurance company was only going to allow the removal of one breast. And I'm like, that is, that's nonsense. I mean, I still have this one and maybe there would be a possibility. I'm like, no. So it took about a month to work with the insurance company. And I went in for a double mastectomy reconstruction and then had a couple more reconstructions after that. But I was not in a, an emotional, spiritual place that I am now. It, I still had that very hard driven um, mentality of, okay, we're going to get this taken care of and this is what we're going to do. And I have my family and my children to think about. And we just barreled through it and went on with life. Now, in 2019, on the third diagnosis, the past two years have been the most significant in my life with how we've gone through this, what's been happening um, emotionally and primarily spiritually is, has been super significant. This third diagnosis was shocking. It still is very, very surreal in moments. It's crazy. It, it's been just a crazy, crazy ride. The emotions are daily for sure because it impacts my whole life in, in every aspect. But first and foremost um, is my spirituality and my faith. That period with, with what's and, and my, my safety nets and my family and my friends could not do this without them. And it sounds like, you know, that, that faith, that safety net, that community really keeps you moving forward, right? hundred percent. Absolutely. When this third diagnosis happened, um, my mom and my sister were with me and was totally not expecting her to just to say it out loud. It was like this fog. I was just like, I could, I remember it. But when she said, my oncologist said the words, it was just like this haze of mm. what in the world are you right. even talking about? And, but it just went boom, boom, boom. And a year and a half later, here I am. And it's, it's amazing and crazy. And, and you're, you're currently living with, with NBC, right? And it, yep. it seems like you've got a, a pretty positive attitude. You're driving forward. Uh, so I'd love to know, like, what advice do you have to take the best care of yourself, both mentally and physically while living with NBC? I can only say what's worked for me. And I've been blessed with maybe a certain personality of um, being very proactive. I am not afraid to ask any question and even the, the what ifs, and, and that can be really hard 
just recently I asked my oncologist, I've got a PET scan coming up next week. And typically around that time, I, I get a lot of high anxiety because it's like, I'm going to know yet, you know, whether I, it came back. So I really have to find my, my happy place, if you will, to settle myself down to get through that. But I had posed the question to her, okay, what are we going to do? What is, what is going to be, pardon me, our plan of attack if that happens? And she said, you know, just in the past year, there's been some new drugs that have come out for MBC and, you know, it, it is, it's hopeful. It is so hopeful. And to know that there are women out there living with MBC for years, years and years, tens of years. And I just, that gives me even more drive to be there for my family. And, you know, I know that there's a plan and path out there. I'm, I'm still here. And I've put all of my trust in my people and my people are my oncologist and, and my cancer center people and the technicians. And, um, I, I take that very personally. They are helping me get through all of this. So I, I'm not afraid to ask for help. And that did not come easy because I think that's um, when I had the invasive ductal, I wasn't asking for a lot of help. I was more like, I'm going to do this myself and I'm going to get through this. And, you know, in the long run, that had caused problems. But now I don't know what, what exactly happened except for my, again, my spirituality and my faith. I was like, okay, you have me here for a reason and I'm going to do my best and reach out to the people that love me and care about me. And so far, so good. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, and, and it sounds like you've embraced the fact that this is a roller coaster and you've found a way to live with balance. So could you talk just a little bit more about that? Why is it important to find balance? Wow. Um, life still goes on and I've chosen the road of myself and family and with the hundreds of other things that happen in between all of that, I am, I'm take a lot of pride in being able to be here. I get to be here. I've chosen to, to take a hold of that. You know, we still, I still have work and life and family and you know, we still have to make a mortgage payment and I still have to go to my infusions. And it seems like there's with all those hundreds of things, I just have to tap in and I have to use my tools and my resources. And, you know, there are that roller coaster of high and, you know, most days I don't have a lot to complain about when I do and I get to a, a, a dark, sad, ucky place, I allow myself some grace. It's okay to be sad and mad and angry because I do. And then I'm like, okay, you know, you, you have me here. Let's 
reel it back in, take a step back. Um, and that is one thing too, that has been challenging is to step back and like, okay, I really have to take care of me Mm -hmm. because I have other people that depend on me. So it is, it is a constant balancing act for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. It's good. Good advice. Good advice. So what advice would you give to our listeners or other people that are living with NBC? What, what's one thing that you want them to know? Take care of yourself and find that person or those people that can help you. Funny thing is, is I have never been one to want to be part of a group that, that was not my comfort zone. However, it's, it's a process. So allowing yourself some grace and that it is okay again, to, to feel those, maybe those negative feelings and to ask for help, to know that you are loved, that you are cared for, and you are a hundred percent not alone. That's right. That's right. Wow. Well, send up, that was great advice. Really great to meet you. I love the, you your, your personality. I love your outlook. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you so much, Adam. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org. And for more on breast cancer, visit komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com. Thanks to Amgen Oncology for supporting the Real Pink podcast. Amgen Oncology Biosimilars are backed by four decades of experience in the research, development, manufacturing, and supply of originator biologics. Join the conversation at the Amgen Biotech Facebook page or amgen.com.